Hi, everybody. My name is Kara McCarran, and I'm the host of She's the Owner podcast. On this podcast, we're going to be featuring female founders who are at any part of their entrepreneurial journey. We will ask them the same 10 questions and see where the conversation takes us. Um, okay, so you got the questions. Like, and here's the thing, because we're both Tony Robbins goers, it's going to probably be a little different. Because some of the time I'm just gonna press record now on the Zoomcast. Um, but yeah, like there's, I talk to women who are just entrepreneurs who don't really know a lot about the feminine and masculine stuff. And then I talk to women who are really in it, like Jasmine Jonte was on my show and she's like hardcore Tony Robbins stuff. And so our conversation was really different. It went a lot longer too. So we'll just kind of, whatever chat I I, I, didn't, I didn't prepare I'm gonna go with the flow okay good good okay so let me just press record okay computer okay awesome okay so welcome to the she's the owner podcast and uh, I've started videotaping these just to have more content I think it's nice to see right now it's nice to see your face and another person's <laughs> face so it's extra nice um so this is um how do you pronounce your last name I don't want to. Lal. Lal. Okay. Yeah. So I'm my my background's Ukrainian. I'm a Hnatchuk, Hnatchuk. Oh. My maiden name is Hnatchuk. My baba was lived in Kiev, and they uh, they actually uh, immigrated to Winnipeg, which is where I'm from. In oh God, it was like right after the war. They they were in. Uh, I'm going like next level really fast, but they were in like a work camp with like oh. with the Nazis, and they escaped and went to Winnipeg and. It's interesting because they started a store and I always think back like, holy, my Baba was like the original, the OG entrepreneur in our family because she like, they started a little corner store and that's what they did until they, you know, until they were, were much older. But um, so Aggie is an influencer and I met Aggie in uh, 2018 at Business Mastery. I don't know if you remember, it was like so quick and we were- No, no, I remember you. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I like that whole. Don't you find that whole week was kind of a blur? Well, anything Tony Robbins, it's like it's a bubble in your yep. life, and it's like the longest and the shortest. Yep. At the same time, so you feel like when you're there, you feel like you've been there for a year, and like you forget that you actually had a life before that. Right. But when it ends, it's so fast, and you're like, oh wow. And in the week, what, so which events have you done? Did you just do Business Mastery or have you done? No, other? I've done UPW, so Unleash okay. the Power Within, which is like the introductory course yeah. by Tony. And I've done this. You did? Oh, yeah. God, this is going to be a good one. When did you do it? Because I just did mine in December. We really met in 2018. Yes. That, that's pretty recent. I thought, well, so I did Date with Destiny a, a year prior Business okay. Mastery. So 2017. Okay. It feels like way longer. Yeah. What mine feels like way longer. And it was like four months ago. I mean, I've changed so much as a person. I was like, I can't believe like, I only like Tony Robbins, my life three years ago. Right. Like the the before Tony Robbins and the after Tony Robbins life. So when you did, okay, so let's just dive (laughs) in. So when I like date with destiny for me, so I've talked about this a lot. My husband and I just got back together in January of this this year. So this is kind of like after, we've been married for almost twenty years, and we separated. We mean you just okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, so we were, we broke up in whatever twenty sixteen, and we're still like we have 
the content company is our company. We have that together. And then she's the owner's my own thing, but we still always stayed close. We have four children together. Three of them are adults, but whatever, like we're a close family. But I went to date with that because I was like in and out, in and out. We, you know, we have like, we'd have sex and then we wouldn't. And then we would be like, oh, we're going to, this is it. We're totally separated now. And all this back, like for three years, it was like this. So I went to date with Destiny really with, and I had done, I think three UPWs last year. Like, cause I, you know, uh-huh. I take people, right. That's my whole, the whole goal of she's the owner is to take a thousand women to that event. But I went to date with Destiny. It's with, a beautiful goal, by thank the way. You. It's going to take a li- little bit now, but that's okay. Um, but I went there with the intention to like piss or get off the pot. And it happened really quick. Like I, the opportunity presented itself to go for a really good price. And it was like within a couple of days I made it happen. But when you, that's where I really dug into the feminine and the masculine energy. And when you did your, your date with destiny, did you guys do that exercise where you danced and then the guys did the, the brave heart thing where they stood up and said freedom? Oh yeah, 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 I did. Wasn't that like, that was it for me. I, cause I viscerally understood cause I'd been talking about it with she's the owner since August. I'm like, well, you know, I'm trying to get into my feminine. And, but when I went to that event, I was like, holy fuck, like now I get it. So I came back with the intention to fully divorce him because I was firmly in my feminine and I understood it. And then all of a sudden this guy shows up in his masculine. I was like, Oh, so I had to get out of the way and there Mm -hmm. we have it. And that was the lesson. And, but right now it's hard because it's crisis mode. Right. And I'm fighting. And as an entrepreneur, you'll understand this, right? Like you're fighting that urge. So tell me a bit about, so tell me a bit about travel in her shoes. Tell me a bit about how, cause I didn't even think, I don't even think I really understood influencer marketing in 2018 yet. I I'm in marketing and I still was like, mm. so tell us a little bit about how you got into it and then the journey from there. And we'll, we'll go like, from there. Honestly, it came supernaturally. So like back in the day when I started being a travel blogger, whatever the word is, I didn't get into it because it could make money. I got into it because five or six years ago, it was a way to be a creator, a content creator. And no one saw the potential back then to see it, to make a lot of money. At least I didn't, I got into it because I was like, Oh, I can have audience and share with people what, you know, what I'm super passionate about. And I, at that point, I already been to like 45 countries. I sailed across the Pacific. Uh, I was just about to climb Kilimanjaro. So it was a very natural extension of what I do. Right. I love, I love photography, although my photos were terrible when I look <laughs> at them right now, but that's cool. Uh, so yeah. So like it, well, it's not like it is right now. Like I think right now people get into influencing because it's like, Oh, you know what? This is, this is a business model. That's really easy to, if you follow these particular steps, you can actually, you know, you can make a lot of money mm-hmm. back in the day it was more like people got into blogging or, or even on Instagram because they were, they had a message that they really like they were dying to share. So that's how I started. And the second question was uh, how I got into it. And when I realized I was an entrepreneur. Yeah. Like when did you have that? I think, well, remember at business mastery when he talks about, there's the entrepreneur, the manager, leader, and the creative. And yeah. I, what, like of those three things, when you were there, what were you like? Because I had one idea oh, when I got there. And then creator. I was like, right. 
content creator and I, I wouldn't even call myself entrepreneur. Like my business model, oh, that's what I was talking about. Thank you. <laughs> so uh, my business model, even when I started growing and I had all these opportunities from brands to like promote something on my channel, I was like, you know what? I don't feel like comfortable posting about brands. So I started having coming up with my own products. I came up with my photo filters where you can like mm -hmm. edit photos and like put my filter on your photos because I, that's still, which is, I guess what entrepreneur does like creates their own products versus yep. works with brands. It's like a slightly different uh, business model. And because I'm a creator, I really struggle with the logistics part of uh, right. my business. So finding the right people that can help my vision is, is what I, uh, what's, what's, that's my biggest struggle. But I also, yeah, I also find that it's, it's beautiful to team up with people that are smarter than you in certain ways. Totally. So it's good and bad. Yeah. And that, and that's it. Like, and I think it's important to say too, that like I would have, when I started, I was thinking I was manager leader, entrepreneur creative and now I realize I'm entrepreneur creative I'm a terrible leader and I wouldn't have thought that but I think even as an entrepreneur like I'm my own bottleneck a lot of the time even though I think I'm not and so even if you're creative well, the, awareness you're, is amazing so we all are to some extent mm -hmm. so the fact that you have that awareness like yeah puts you ahead of the game already but you know I mean and obviously like you know I follow Michael as well and he I know you guys worked together for, and are you guys working together again or no or is it just with who? Michael. Sorry? Michael? Yeah. Uh, my Michael, my ex-husband. Yeah. Uh, we go on trips and like we're still in touch every day. Okay. But like I, it's it's not something that I'm I neither forcing nor resisting. Right. I'm happy to work together, but it's not like I don't plan my future, like my, 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 for a professional future with him because right. obviously not ideal but like when an opportunity arises and both of us can help each other that's great yeah and so that would be an example of finding somebody you said your pictures weren't the best I doubt that whatever but that's an example but right like, at the very very beginning okay. you have to look <laughs> but you know that and like same for me there's a lot of things that, plus as an entrepreneur there's stuff that we hate doing like and that are scared like accounting I hate, I mean, sometimes I don't mind it, but most of the time I hate it. And so I think it's important, you know, to the entrepreneurs, obviously, hopefully many of you are just, we're both pretty seasoned entrepreneurs, Aggie and I, and there's still shit we don't want to do. And there's still, and it's okay. Like, I think that's part of the masculine energy, right? Is thinking we have to do it all, but you, you can't be successful if you're doing everything. All yeah. And sometimes you're, you're standing in the way of your own success. So realizing part of the growing up you need to do as an entrepreneur is realize you know what I can do that but I'm really bad at it so that just I'm like sabotaging my own business I need to find someone who's great at it yeah. speaking of taxes yesterday um you know I was on the phone with Michael because I'm like I don't know how I put all this together oh, so yeah my head hurt um so what was one of the scariest things when you did what did you do before this like I, I did, I, I watched a little, like whenever you post about your, your, um, when you were sailing, it actually, I feel really anxious when I watch it. Cause I can, that's the thing about you that I love is that, and as I've watched you evolve over the last like couple of years, your, your emotional, um, like what you show is really different now than it was. 
And that's fucking beautiful because now it's way more relatable, right? And I think that's part of what we as women need to really be um, aware of is that I'm not going to pretend it's like the easiest thing to be a, a mom and work and like, it's not, it's fucking hard. I love yeah. it. But I think when you are as real as you are and you show like, I do, I feel anxious when I'm watching that, when you're on the boat, I'm just like, Oh my God, how did she like, so I find it super funny. So we're referring to, for those of you listening, yes, we're referring to this video of, uh, of myself uh, where I got stuck in a storm after 185 days of being out in the ocean. Just nuts. And I was hungry. I ran out of food. I was just like, just straight on like frustrated and upset because here I am. I went on this awesome epic trip to cross uh, the Pacific Ocean with no experience and no equipment and i am about a day away from sydney harbor to like finish this whole thing and i can already see sydney and i was like oh my god i'm almost home i'm like i can't wait to go and get a coffee it's my first coffee in a year like from a coffee shop and all of a sudden it's like a storm like picks up and it pushes us all the way like four days away from sydney just like within five hours and I, I got a major breakdown. So there's this video that I posted on Instagram where I basically says, like, do not attempt to cross the Pacific <laughs> because what do you get? Shit, that's what you get. Yeah. So I'm like, also, it makes me laugh because I right. feel like I was trying to be so, like, I don't know, like, I was, I felt like this is my self help video, but like to other people, do not do this. Like, this is not the way to grow. But at that point, I already knew that's the best thing that happened to me. But right. even then, it, that's the funny thing about self growth and growth in general. Like, you know, that's the best thing that's happening yeah. for you, like in coronavirus, for a lot of us who are safe. And I'm not talking about the doctors risking their lives, but there's so many of us that are safe at home. Right. We're not stuck. We're safe at home. And we're like, know that us staying put and cleaning up this mess that's happening in our head is is the best thing that can happen to us because we're growing and this is this is it but we're still like resisting it and yeah. that's kind of cute i find it super cute i watched this video and i'm like, okay she's so cute she's like growing like a motherfucker but yeah, she's like crying like a baby yep I always say that like when I, I talk to um a lot of I, I talk to a lot of younger people or, or girlfriends even and friends of mine that want to start businesses and or or go down that personal growth and I go like Joseph McClendon says it. He's like if you're not growth, if it's not painful, it's not growth. Like it's not personal development. And if you've been to well, you we've been to the same events. I mean, even at business mastery, <laughs> I was a wreck. Like and then when I went to UPW and I was like, holy shit, there's more. And then I went to date with Destiny. I'm like, there's more. And I did breath works two weeks ago and there's more like, that's it. And if it's, if you were just smiling the whole time on the boat and everything was like perfect. Yeah. Well, that's and so funny because one of the things that like my, one of my recent projects for this year is actually fighting with this idea that there is more because from one hand, and I think this is, a problem that people like you and I have is that we want to grow and we know that growth is amazing, makes us better people, et cetera, et cetera. But there is, there's always more, mm. there's no end to it. So at what point you decide that enough is enough and like 
I can be learning all my life and I will learn all my life, but I also don't want to come from a place of lacking. Like there is something that I'm not doing and I should be doing, I should be doing breath work. And then you realize, oh, fuck, and I should be doing ice baths because those ice baths. But then the meditation, the loving kindness one, (laughs) and then a priming, like I need to do priming and do this whole like, you know, uh, Tony Robbins priming exercise and do my move. And then I should be doing this. And you feel like, you come, you have good intentions of growing as a person, but then you ended up, you end up feeling way more depleted and way more not enough because there is more. So the challenge for us, people who love self-growth and people who, who would want to become the best version of ourselves in life is to make peace with the fact that it's good enough to be just the good enough version of ourselves. And there's, time to also live and be human and that's something that I've been I've been learning and exploring and embracing and I think it's it's I I challenge you to feel the same and take a month or two without reading a self-help book but it's like fantasy or um, reading a fiction book and just realizing you know what I've done enough work time to like implement and enjoy it yeah not even implement just like this this is you like you you are enough like great awesome that you're growing but this is you don't need to be growing to right. you are it, the it, best it, version it, of yourself by the fact that you are and then like you look at yourself as a you know I'm like oh Cara like Cara like, so cute of you that you tried I think it's like so cute endearing and so awesome yeah of you that you you are so committed to self growth but then even if you did nothing, no self-growth for the rest of your life. Right. Like that you've already like fucking killed it. Right. And because your people get addicted to it, right? Like that's it. They do. They get addicted to, to all of it. And then, but the problem, just like you're saying is that what happens if Tony Robbins or Byron Katie or any of them decided to close up shop and go on vacation for the rest of their lives, then what you have to be able to be still and be okay with the version that you are. And that, and I get that way too, right? But then I'm exhausted. I'm like, holy fuck. Like I'm, I'm trying to do priming and, and all that. And you're like, I'm just going to chill. Cause I'm pretty good. So yeah. well, what if Tony Robbins is going to come up with a brand new retreat every two months? Like right. there is a point where you're like, as much as I love Tony Robbins, I do want to come from a place of lacking. And I think, right if someone's listening to this right now that are already in this mode of probably like driving to work or uh, doing something meanwhile while listening to this i if someone is listening to this podcast and not doing something else at the same time i want to meet you because we're we're women we do two three things at the same time and that makes us feel like we're not enough so i bet you're like doing something and listening to podcasts how to do more Right. So I'm here to tell you, oh, this is if all chill you had the fuck to out. It's like to yeah, chill the fuck out. And literally, if you get if you give someone some love, and you gave some love to yourself, and you were present for at least a minute a day, you've already done enough. Yeah. And the yeah. rest is a bonus. It's fun. It's a bonus. Who doesn't like bonuses? Right. Awesome. But it's not, this should not be something that you are, you know, you're creating your life around because you're enough, you know, right. you're doing enough. Yep. I totally agree. So let's talk a little bit about what your 
feeling or understanding about masculine and feminine energy? Because a lot of what you're talking about, like it, it, you know, if you're on your own, um, that's one dynamic. But if you're married, that's another dynamic. If you're dating somebody, that's another dynamic. So talk a little bit about what your thoughts are, what you feel, what your level of understanding is around feminine and masculine energy and how that might show up in your business, but also in your personal life. Such a broad topic, but yes. let, let me let me attempt. So after doing uh, Date with Destiny with Tony, um, I remember I was coming back in an Uber after the relationship day with a girl. We were um, catching in the same Uber back to our respective hotels. And I said, wow, this literally blew my mind, this whole energy of masculine feminine. And she's like, oh, it's all Alison Armstrong's work, mm-hmm. to be honest. And I'm like, oh, who's Alison Armstrong? And that was the beginning of my relationship with Alison Armstrong. And Alison, like, spent her entire life. Um, she was at my date with Destiny. She was? Yeah, she's uh-huh. incredible. I love her so much. But, yeah, she just so floated. I, I did a live with her the other day. I don't know if you missed it. No, that, I didn't we, see it. Oh, Yeah, we went live shit. together. Uh, she's she's incredible. But, like, your understanding men, of course, mm. is the basic one is 40 hours. And then yeah. understanding women and there's level two, level three. So, you know, it's a, it's a broad topic of how to understand these energies. I feel like if there is one person that has impacted the way I interact around people would be Alison Armstrong and understanding that what energy is. And then like being in a relationship uh, with someone who also has a similar understanding, who wants to be in their masculine and who is letting me be in my feminine and protecting my feminine is great but like Alison recently discovered that it's a she discovered that she was teaching things um not quite um precisely so to say so she discovered that women have their feminine energy but they're often in their masculine energy but in a good way so they're in their hunter mode Mm -hmm. huntress mode and we are in the huntress mode when we run our own business and Mm -hmm. it's not yes you can come and run your business from from a with the feminine energy but there is an element there's always an element an element of masculine energy in anything you do and it's fine you know it's not something that you should completely and that was my original understanding of feminine and masculine and I was trying to get rid of all the masculine right. traits in me because I want a masculine guy but then I realized I don't want an ultimate macho that would tell me okay you can't work you should stay at home and and you know smell good and like hang out on a couch and do your nails that's not what I'm looking for right. I also appreciate men that are sensitive like I'm attracted to men that are sensitive that are uh, spiritual that are in tune with their feelings which is pretty feminine mm-hmm. so I realize I need to balance both and that's that's just been really life-changing and really inspirational um so a lot the people that that follow and will be hearing this are you know not as they haven't been to date with destiny a lot of them they they're not familiar with it and so i always say high level it's it is the hunter versus the gatherer and i think the the issue lies when i started to discover my imbalance we'll call it was really with my kids and in the summer before i got back together with my husband and i was single and i kept thinking why can't i meet somebody you know, everyone says I'm this and I'm not. And I'm like, what the hell? And so I, and then I started treating my children um, more like they were in my business. So I was like less, 
feminine and more like, let's get this done, you know, like that whole energy. And so I think what happens, and I have friends who are very committed to staying in their hunter mode all of the time. And they're wondering why they're not meeting a partner or why do men not want to hang out with them? And I mean, I'm sure they do. It's just like you attract feminine men. So right. And they, they, but they complain about it. Yeah, 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 exactly. So you just have to be aware. It's like, right. You are attracting people. You're just not attracted to the people you attract. A hundred percent. And it's not until, and so for the, for the women that are listening, when you're running your business, it's important to be in that hunter mode. We have to be like, especially, you know, I mean, I, I go to a lot of, I travel a lot for the content company and, you know, I'm meeting a lot of men and it's important that I put out a hunter, uh, energy in those moments. I've had men take advantage of me. I've had some not so great things happen when I'm too in my feminine energy and I'm, cause I'm a generally open inviting person and some men will misunderstand that and they have. And so it's important. Like I'm never saying don't, don't be that masculine energy in your business, but it should never be your 100%. Because when you come home, for me, it was like, why can't Ken do this? Why can't, it's well, because you're not, like I always say, I'm, I cut his nuts off. Like, what am I expecting him to do? When he, when I say, can you help me? And he goes to help me. And then I'm right behind him complaining about how he's doing it. That's, that's yeah. me and my masculine. In my feminine, I'm just happy that he's helping me. And maybe he didn't put the dish in the right fucking spot. Okay. Like, well, that if you do uh, understanding women, you actually will see that for women, what matters more, more is the way you do things, not right. that you do them. So that's you actually being very feminine by micromanaging well, him. But I'm exhausted by it. I don't want to. Like, yeah, that's I, why you need to leave the room. Right. And that's so, 100%. And I, like, I just, you know, that's what I said. I'm just like, I asked my husband to cut onions and I cannot do this. He's doing it all the wrong ways. And she's like, you can either micromanage him or just leave the room right. and just see, do I want to be right or do I want to be in love? Right. And that's it. And, and it's interesting because, like I said before we, we started recording, like, right now is, I feel like I was still, I'm still new to, to, because here's the reality is like, since I was probably about 10, I grew up in an alcoholic family. There was a lot of chaos. There was abuse. So I really, at a young age, discovered that being in control or being in my masculine was necessary. I had to make sure everything was okay. And so I carried that through my adulthood and I've done all this work to really honor that, but remember that it's not my a hundred percent, but now with the coronavirus, it's like I've gone but back. I love this. Steps. I love Corona because it's like you, you you say you had to be in control, but were you really? What in my perception? Like never really. No, you know, perception, not. which my is perception. beautiful, because Corona just goes to show you, like it's not like you ever were in control. No. To begin with. people are like I lost control. Like yeah. honestly, like you're like you have no control. You just that illusion, right? Which is, comes from an insecurity where you like so scared that. You, you need an illusion of control. So you try to like control all of these yep. things, which is, which is again, it's super cute when you think about it. It's like, Oh, she's trying to control right. everything. Cause she's scared. Like yep. poor little Cara, but right. like it's just coming from that place of understanding that you're doing that. And I love what this crisis has shown oh, people. Isn't it amazing? Yeah. It's I mean, beautiful. again, this is, this is putting aside, like, I mean, the, the damage and the people that have, actually yep. like lost their jobs etc cetera, etc cetera. so I don't yeah we're not trying to downplay the but problem but yeah when you look at it as a you know psychological experiment 
it's if I was to, you know, like you go to this meditation retreat when you sit still for three days and all of a sudden Mother Earth was like, you know, I'm way too polluted. So I'm going to make everyone sit down like mm-hmm. in kindergarten when kids <laughs> misbehave and the mother nature comes over and like, okay, kids, everyone sits down for a month yep. and sits still. And it was like the worst punishment as a kid when right. you couldn't play, you couldn't be running around. You had to, like you had to stand in a corner for like a minute or two. Mm-hmm. It was the worst punishment, but it taught you something. So this is, this is and us standing it. in the corner right now. A hundred percent. Like, and, that, and that's the interesting thing is like, so I, I feel like I, you know, I found my feminine divine and core and I really got into it. And then all of a sudden the universe is like, hold on. You thought you had this feminine stuff understood and you were practicing it. And then it just puts it back to me. And cause now I really do have to shut the fuck up and just let him lead whatever that looks like in our family. It's not like we work together constantly, but it's like, I have to just, it's the energy in here. That's back to me a sort of pulling for alpha dog status and I'm just, but it's a lesson and that's the beautiful thing. And I, and he said the other day, like we're going to have to have a chapter on how we've reconnected because we are like this and then we're starting and then we're like, like this. And, but everything is, I really very much in my heart. I think we needed this collective chill, like as a entire planet, we needed it totally. And I'm learning so much. You're learning. Like we're all learning a lot about ourselves and the beauty in all of this. And, and again, like we don't, we're not suggesting that there's not people in real pain and we understand that, but the, the people who are safe, I, it's, it's cool to watch my friends who have been go, 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 go. And now they can't. And so they have to just, and it's, I think it's a beautiful thing. Um, so if you, if you, I mean, obviously, if you've a, a student of Allison's and you've read and and like I said, she was like, when I saw her walk, I meant to go talk to her. But um, when I saw her walk by, she just kind of flew. It's like, do you know Byron Katie? She does the work. Have you heard of her? I'll send you a link to her. I think. Yeah, please you, do. yeah she's she does. You know, how Tony will do the four questions. The is it true? Can you absolutely know that it's true? What happens to your life when you don't carry that story and then turn it around on how that story that you just told me was bullshit. And that's very, very, very summing up of Byron Katie. But when Allison and Byron, both of them speak or do anything, they're like, they float. They're like, their energy is just, I could just all day just watch and listen to them both. Their energy is really incredible. But if you had to think of a time when before you really understood this dynamic in yourself. Oh, I mean, I'm still learning. I love that you paint this picture of me. <laughs> well, you feel out. like you know, like you're there more than most people. Well, I know so it with my good. conscious mind. Yeah. My autopilot is still like the old Ditto. program. Ditto. Yeah. So when do you, when do you find, like, are there ever times in your, I mean, it's, I'm aware of it and I'll say, okay, I'm totally showing up in my mouth. I'm criticizing him. Why am I doing that? But are there times that you can look back at, even with your marriage, your past marriage, where you're like, maybe I was emasculating him or maybe I was, hmm. because I'm not feeling safe and I'm, you know, I'm feeling un- unheard and misunderstood and all those ways we know that we end up in our masculine. And the problem for us was that Michael um, was helping my vision, you know, and I'm just moving my fingers over here doing a quotation mark because it's like, uh, you know, it was my blog that he originally wanted to help uh, grow. 
and the blog grew to like almost a million people and he ended up taking photos for me. But I was, when it comes to my vision and how I talk to my followers and what I, things I do, I am very, very, um, would be the right word, strong headed about okay. how I, uh, you're, partic- you're particularly particular very particular particular i'm very particular about um my direction so he he understood that and he respected my vision but that also meant that it, basically i was the in my masculine he was he was there helping me but that's the opposite what you you know that's the opposite dynamic we 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 needed in our marriage which basically like we never had time for marriage because we worked like 24 yeah. seven because we never carved out this time, but it was, it, it was a conscious decision. It's not like I was like taken, um, taken by surprise. The, the, the illusion that you have when you work together is that when you have a, an exciting project, you feel like, you know, fuck, I'm not, I know this is not serving my marriage. It's not ideal for my marriage, but it's just like one more week. And then we'll have time off and we'll chill and whatnot. But but we both were addicted to working. And a lot of times when I would, like, I remember we would go to Maldives and I said, Michael, let's just sit out for like an, an hour by the pool. He's like, no, I'd rather edit this photo. So he was, it's not necessarily just me pushing, but both of us really pushing for this. And like, just thinking and letting this illusion fool you that next week you're going to be less busy and, you work on your marriage like you know four years later there's nothing to go back to yeah and I think like Ken and I I told you in the the start we've been together for 20 years and we work this business we don't work together although he wants to help me because in this area I feel like I'm definitely in my masculine and we're pretty comfortable there but it's tricky like we and even now, you know, it's like we make jokes about it, but I'm used to being with him, you know, working, but I'm also used to being out of the house and doing other things. And I'm used to him doing martial arts or whatever. So it's it's a little bit challenging right now, but it is, you know, when we're in work mode, I'm in my masculine because I run the company. So it's important to like take that hat off and leave it in our office and then go be married afterward. But it's, it is really, it can be really hard because unless you're open and having the conversation, which we, I had a, an emergency coaching call with my coach the other day, cause I completely lost my shit. So Saturday mornings, Ken and I sit together and we talk about three things we did really well this week with each other, three things that could use improvement and then something we're going to commit to. And we have two separate bedrooms, by the way. I don't know if you know that about me, but we when I move back in, I have like my little palace and it's all pink and fucking beautiful. And then he has his room with like Al Pacino and shit in it. And I'm like, that's cool. You do you boo. But so one of the when I called the coach, I was really like my mind started to tell me that my little mind, my subconscious mind, started to tell me he's this was a mistake, we shouldn't have done it, da-da-da. And now we had this call and He's just to, and I'm holding my wrist, guys, if you obviously you can't see, but he's to just grab my wrist if I'm starting to get too aggressive for no reason, like, which is usually the case, and just say, babe, I think you're a bit in your masculine. And that's a good enough trigger for me to kind of stop and say, am I being a wife right now? Or am I being the CEO of the company right now? 
Because the CEO has no place in the bedroom, in my opinion. It won't work if you do that. And I think that's like the one of the biggest problems with female entrepreneurs. We think we have to be CEO in the I mean, I'm all bed. about role play. So I, I <laughs> agree. <laughs> True. I mean, there's that, you know, there's, there, there's the occasion where it matters. But by and large, and that's it. Like, because you can't, he doesn't want to manage me in my CEO hat. Like, he just doesn't. Because yeah. I'm an asshole sometimes when I'm like that. So, because I need to be with clients or whatever, right? Like, you got to put your foot down. Anyway, so that's that's interesting. So what's next for you? I mean, so you've got the book. And I tried to get it because I'm in Toronto. And I don't know what happened. But I don't know if it was like Amazon.ca was giving me trouble. But when Oh, you, really? Yeah. Um, this was like when it first, first launched. Like, I think it was actually pre-launch. Could be a pre-order. I mean, you should be able to um, to find Insta Travel okay. both on Amazon and in Costco. Every Costco in Canada has my book. Really? Like in yeah. store? Well, we can't go in there right now because it takes. Well, you cannot. Two, but no, online, it takes two um, hours to get in there. So you've got like everybody stacked outside. Um, well, but it's right next to toilet paper, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's made out of paper. So just saying. It's beautiful. So what's next for you? I mean, I think it's like, as soon as you started um, promoting that you're doing all these lives and all these interviews, like, what the hell is she doing now? Like, and when you had John on, was it yesterday? Uh, that was like three days ago. Was it? Listen, hashtag quarantine life. I have no idea what day it is. Um, I just saw him. I saw him at one of the, one of the events. I can't remember which one, but I just saw him on Goop and I was like, oh my God. And then like a few days later, I saw that you were interviewing him. That must've been cool. It, it was amazing. So I decided to take up this. Well, so I've been working on starting my own podcast for a year, but like it was never really a good time. And then we were super close to launching and this whole quarantine happened. So I made a big announcement back in January on my page when, okay, my travel book came out. It's a beautiful ending to my full right. travel for a year. And now I'll be managing travel is sexy but staying home is also sexy and i said that in the quarantine happened people are like okay aggie thanks right. for, for the premonition <laughs> yeah uh so this is all part of the plan uh starting a podcast was also part of it but you know, i was like oh shoot i can't invite people over and then the people that i wanted to interview i just started like saying hey maybe you just go live for now and sure enough i was able to like interview a lot of my heroes or about to interview a lot of my heroes um Alison Armstrong Gabby Bernstein was like an hour ago which is which was amazing Jim Quick which is like the brain coach Peter Crone Peter Crone if I was to pick one person that it's just an ocean of knowledge and depth and wow he was part of the documentary heal how Mm -hmm. to heal yourself so He's uh, he's on on Thursday. I have Chris Voss, who's the I don't know if you read the Power of Negotiation book mm. called Never Split Difference. About he's an FB top uh, FBI negotiator. Oh, okay, uh, for it was I one. So he he'll it's literally any I can possibly think and of. Are you I just reaching out? And I'll be like, that's it right now. Like I'm just firing off like invite, 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 and I'm like. No one's doing anything. This is when we're going to all get to chat with each other because exactly. at home. So good timing. Yeah. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah. I'm super excited. Um, well, that's, that's kind of, do you have anything else you want to share? Any nuggets for our, uh, our female boss? My owners? only takeaway would be, would be this. Like the more I 
I'm on this journey of self-growth and I see someone so beautiful like you are and like doing so much and being so self-aware my only message would be like you're you are so ridiculously enough Mm -hmm. you know already doing enough that that what you do is already so awesome and I, I think if my only advice would be like appreciate you you know yeah because you you really are and I I think what you're putting together for your audience is amazing and the work you're doing for your marriage and everything it's like I'm super inspired so thank you thank you I hope you can see that too I do I and I and it's um something you have to pause though to let it and this is like perfect time to pause but I agree I think um finding that like finding the moments to be kind to yourself and not, but that it's, it is a balance because I think part of it too is um, I've stopped listening to a lot of the boys that are hustling. Right. And it's like, they're in constant hustle mode. And, and I found that I was starting to feel that way where I didn't feel like I was doing enough or I wasn't. And then I thought, I'm not you. And I'm not going to like, I'm just, you know, like Gary V I love him, but that guy never sleeps. I don't want to be that guy. I want to be present for because the, the work I'm doing internally requires me to be present. Yeah. And rested you know? and totally. Yeah. I have four kids. They all, they are, and the, three of them are adults and two of them are entrepreneurs. They need me to feel, to hold space for them when they need it. Right. So I think oh, yeah, so beautiful they're said. awesome. Yeah. Okay, mama. Well, it was awesome to see you again. Um, are you going to any events? Do you think in the next little while, or are you going to chill? Well, I, I'm not, that sounds like such a guilty pleasure right now. Yeah. This thought of like being around people. Mm. Yeah, I know. Be, Dreaming about I all wanted the to, I wanted to date this. I really wanted to redo Date with Destiny uh, back in December. Um, so if you're asking about events, um, Tony events, that's that's it. Um, I'm actually, we might be doing an, a, a retreat by Matthew Hasse. He's doing one in Florida. Nice. in may and it hasn't been canceled yet and apparently it's life-changing so i'm looking forward to that um too. i'm going to be crewing at date with destiny this year so oh. if you go i'll be there supporting you all the way oh, um, amazing it should be big hug to yes, you, you thank too. you so, thank much, you so much we will we'll talk soon and uh, stay safe keep posting all your warm weather pictures so we can go crazy <laughs> love you love you both. bye thank you so much you're welcome